Welcome to the MedEvidence Monday Minute Radio Show, hosted by Kevin Geddings of WSOS St. Augustine Radio and powered by Encore Research Group. Each Monday morning, Dr. Michael Corin calls in to bring you the latest medical updates with insightful discussions. MedEvidence is where we help you navigate the real truth behind medical research with both a clinical and research perspective. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn about the truth behind the data in medicine and healthcare. This is MedEvidence. Blue Oyster Cult here on 103.9 WSOS. Probably should have played their other song, right? Don't Fear the Reaper. That would have been more appropriate, Dr. Corrin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I assume that's my patience. <laughs> yeah, I would think before you meet with a patient, that should be playing you know, in the exam room, Don't Fear the Reaper. Oh, man. Dr. Michael Corrin is with us. He's a big part of our family here at WSOS. And, of course, he is a medical doctor, cardiologist, research scientist. And uh, when we spend time with him, we often talk about clinical trials that are going on right here in St. John's County in St. Augustine. Uh, Encore Docs has an office right next door to Flagler Hospital off of 312. And you can reach them at EncoreDocs.com to learn about, you know, medical trials you can participate in. You can be in the leading edge of medical research. And uh, it, it's really cool stuff. And those of us here at WSOS have participated in this as well. Highly recommend it. You can also call. I'll give you this number again in just a moment. But 904-730-0166. Uh, the fun about our audience, uh, Dr. Corn, is they probably know who Monty Hall is, right? Yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, you, you and I were just talking about the, the Monty Hall paradox, which is an interesting puzzle in logic and decision-making. And for those of the listeners that don't know who Monty Hall is, he was the host for many years of a game show called Let's Make a Deal. And so some older people remember the actual Monty Hall. I think Let's Make a Deal had other hosts over the years, but Monty Hall was the original host. That's right. That's right. And a great show. And one of the common things that happened in that show, in case you have forgotten or you're of a certain age and you never saw the show, was that it always featured three doors and there was something good behind one door and something not so good behind the other two, correct? Yeah, so typically there would be a car, a brand-new car behind one of the doors, and the other two would have what they called zonks, which was typically a, a donkey with some hay. <laughs> right. Yeah, wasn't exactly PETA-approved, but anyway, we enjoyed it back in the day. Yeah. So how does that, so the, does that impact decision-making, or shows, gives us a yeah. window into decision-making? So the, the paradox is this, and, and – and we can all ask our friends what they would do, because I've asked a lot of people about this over the years and gotten some interesting answers. But <clears throat> in the Monty Hall paradox, you, you have Monty Hall asks you to choose the door, which has the car. And it's a one out of three chance of getting it right, of course. And then after you say what door you pick, Monty Hall shows you another door, which is always a zonk. Hmm. And then he asks you, do you want to stay with your initial guess, or would you like to change your guess? Mm-hmm. And when you ask that question, most people say, well, I'll stick with my initial guess because I trust my instincts. Right. But actually, you improve your odds by changing your guess. Mm-hmm. So s- statistics show that if you stick with your initial guess, you have a one out of three chance. But if you change your guess, you actually have a two out of three chance of getting the car. Huh. And that's confusing to people, but that's actually what the statistics show. And I can explain that a little bit more. Yeah. But, this get, but this gets into this, the concept of how you take input and make decisions. Mm-hmm. Explain that a little bit more. Sure. So when you think about this from your standpoint, uh, okay, well, you, you made a choice. Monty Hall shows you a door, and now you think your chances are one out of two. 
But in fact, Monty Hall did not show you a door at random. Let's think about what Monty Hall was doing. Monty Hall's job was to show you a door that has a zonk. So if you got it right with your first guess, well, then Monty Hall has a choice of two different doors to show you, to show you the zonk. Mm. But remember, you have a two out of three chance of getting it wrong initially. Mm -hmm. And every time you get it wrong initially, Monty Hall is going to show you the other door that's wrong. So again, think about that. Two out of three chance that you get it wrong. And every time you get it wrong, every time you guess wrong, he shows you the, the other door. So by logic, then, the door that has not been shown and that you did not pick will be the right answer two out of three times. Huh. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. If only we had known that back in the day. <laughs> we could all have yeah, brand so new AMC Pacers. Yeah. Well, again, you wouldn't necessarily have it. And this is, this is why it gets confusing to people, is that you just improve your odds. All right. Okay. So, so, so the, it is true that uh, one out of three times you got it right initially, and by switching you'll get it wrong. Right. But two out of three times you'll get it right by switching. So how does that concept play in your world of clinical research? Well, as, as a physician, you know, we, we know stuff. You know, we know data and we know the odds but we can't predict the exact outcome for every patient. So part of our job is to sort of be like Monty Hall and guide people to the place where they have the best odds without ever saying, well, it's definitely going to happen or this drug will fix you or this surgery will make your life better. Because mm. we don't know that for sure. We just know the odds of what's going to happen. So doctors can be a little bit cagey in terms of their advice. Doctors, at least nowadays, don't say to a patient, oh, you should definitely do this. Don't even think about anything else. What we tend to do is we say, well, this, you have three choices. You can either have a very conservative approach and just take some medication. Uh, you can have surgery, or you can do nothing and see what happens. Mm. And so that would be the three doors. And which door you choose depends, of course, on the patient. But the truth is the doctor doesn't know with 100% certainty which is going to be best. The doctor can only give you a little bit of advice and help you make that decision. Well, at least in that scenario, right, the doctor's not giving you any doors that have a goat behind them. Hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, they're they're all okay options. It's not like you know one of the options yeah, is just yeah, horrible. Yeah, I guess, I guess you should make sure your doctor doesn't like goats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or he has a wacky sense of humor. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyhow, so it's it's just a it's a good metaphor for how we make decisions. And of course, in clinical research, we're doing studies where you don't always know what you're on, and that sometimes is um, a little bit concerning for people or. Uh, makes them make makes them question whether or not it's a good process. But we happen to know that the process is fabulous. That regardless of what assignment you get in the study, you will probably do better. Again, probably not 100% sure. And because of that, we like to help people understand that clinical research is a good choice. Yeah. There's almost never a downside, and there could be an upside. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, before we let you go, uh, you've got an event coming up uh, pretty close by over on the west side of Jacksonville, right? We do. Uh, we have different offices around uh, Northeast Florida, and our office on Lane Avenue is having a mocktails in medicine event. Hmm. Well, we, we talk about our latest uh, research in the lipid world and, and cholesterol problems, particularly LP little A, that really, really, really bad cholesterol that you and I have talked about before, and more broadly, the different things that we're doing in clinical research to help people prevent heart attacks and strokes. Yeah, these events are always great. Just had one last night. And Dr. Michael Korn and his team, they, they really put out some great information. Speaking of that information, you can find it, too, at a different website I want you to check out, medevidence, 
MedEvidence.com. That's MedEvidence.com. What are they going to find there, Dr. Corin? They're going to find the truth behind the data. Obviously, medical information can be very confusing. It's sometimes difficult to sort through, and we help you do exactly that. Sort through the data and make good decisions so that hopefully you'll pick the door that has the car. (laughs) Exactly. Dr. Michael Corrin, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate you, okay? My pleasure, my pleasure. Take care. Thanks for joining the MedEvidence Podcast. To learn more, head over to MedEvidence.com or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform.